What this is energy. That's how I'm feeling today. This one I'm at with it. All this good energy coming through. This one I'm at with it, y'all. Period. Yes, ain't know me then. Bet you know me now. Welcome to episode 92 of the Cadence Podcast. That is actually Billy Lango. Billy gonna be joining us um, in a little bit. We're gonna get Billy on the line in a little bit. He gonna be talking about this single, the single before this one, the upcoming EP, just everything under the sun. We're gonna kick it with the game. But what's going on, Cadence Game? Listen. Listen, listen. I know y'all looking at the phone like, I know this bitch ain't just drop a show out of no. <laughs> I know this bitch ain't just drop an episode out of the clear blue sky, indeed. And I'll be, hello. No, I've been busy, y'all. No cap. If I wasn't as busy, I would obviously be recording twice a week. Like, we are have become accustomed to. I'm busy to where... I look up and it's 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm still working. And I just, I have not found, I just have not found the balance. I ain't even gonna cap. It's no way to say it. It's no way to, to, to go about it. I have not found a balance. I can't lie. I have not. I'm grateful though. I'm so grateful for all the freelance work that I have been getting these last couple weeks. I gotta shout out Oko oh can't even pronounce it. OKO Society and Apollo. They whole team over there. I've been working really closely with them. Um, yeah, I've been just thinking clients and I'm very grateful. I can't even count with y'all. I can't complain about being busy because this is what I asked for. Like, I always, I wanted to be busy and I wanted to get my name out and I wanted to do all this dope shit and I'm doing it. So, I'm excited. But, to see, the downside of that is my podcast is lacking and my business is lacking. I could say that honestly. Like, I'm putting so much into the writing that everything else is lacking. And that's why I'm fucking up it. If we're going to be all the way real like I, I I don't really know what to do I don't know how to balance I have not found a balance that makes sense the only thing that I can say is we have to we have to do this podcast once a week I don't know how long that's gonna last that might be permanent I don't know if we just gonna keep it that way I don't know what it, but we're going to do the Kate this podcast once a week. Um, and that's just how it got to be. Because I do not, what I don't want is, and what cannot happen is, the podcast just come to an end. That can't happen. We ain't even peaked yet. Like, we ain't even reached the milestones, the goals that we set out for ourselves. So, I'm not, I cannot end my podcast. I just can't. I can't do it. If I wanted to end it, I would have walked away from it, like, in the beginning. I cannot get to episode 92 and be like, you know what? I think I'm good. Like, no, that's not how this goes. That's not how any of this goes. So, 
to suffice and to still keep listeners happy, to keep me still a damn podcaster, I think once a week is good. Now, I'm going to leave it up to y'all. Because right now I'm giving y'all a Monday episode. So y'all can decide if y'all want to start y'all week off with me or start y'all weekend off with me. Let me know. Whatever y'all feel, that's what we're doing. Cut that down a little bit. Yeah. So, I personally think that the Monday episode is good. You know, kick the week off. Recap of the week before. But, if y'all like Friday is better. Or if y'all like Wednesday shit, maybe y'all want to take a dose of drinker in the middle of the week. You feel me? When we at that, you know, that, that middle point. That hump day. Maybe y'all need like a hump day episode. Whatever you need, I'm here to serve. But I've been neglecting the fuck out of my podcast and my business. I can honestly say that. And it really, it fucked with me. Because I, I, I want to be able to balance everything. So, yeah, I'm in the middle of trying to put a team together to help me. I, what I need is help. I be on this kick like a bitch could do everything. And that's a black woman trait. We have that black women just have that trait about them. Like, you know what? We could do everything. Don't need no team. I can handle everything. I can do everything on my own. That is so unrealistic and shit is kicking my ass. So, uh, teams. I, I need somebody. Um, Actually, maybe like in March. Honestly, I've been talking and really working out some things. And I mentioned it on Twitter. I think some people mistook it as like I was closing my business down. I'm not necessarily closing my business down, but I am handing my business off. I'll still be the owner. I'll still be, you know, I'll look over like the creative shit, the photo shoots and shit like that. But I'm putting it in somebody else's hands. Like letting somebody else do the day-to-day operations of it. You know what I'm saying? I'll cut the checks. I make sure everything is paid for, but it has to go in someone else's hands. In someone else's hands that is going to overlook it all day, 24, like that's all they're going to do all day long. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's a good move. I'm still going to be the owner. You know what I'm saying? Um, If shit go wrong, it still falls on me. But I think having somebody to overlook it every day will be really beneficial to me so we'll see how that goes let me play a little more uh billy lango in the background because he the one coming on the damn show i'm over here playing rick ross and billy lango is the whole guest hold on y'all y'all know technology ain't never been my thing all right so yeah so that's what's been going on but um other than that i appreciate all the feedback that i got when i posted the excerpt from the book and people was like when is the book coming out i got a couple dms so thank y'all i'm looking at july it can change of course um i am editing it i was gonna pay somebody to edit but i'm gonna edit my own shit it's no it's no perfect it's no sense in me paying somebody to do what i do every day 
So I'm going to go ahead and edit it. I'm editing it currently. So the goal is to do... Is that too loud? feel like that might be a little too loud anyway so yeah the goal is to just do a couple chapters here and there and get it edited um proofread to the guys the cover done these are all things i'm working on nick davis is who i want to do my cover i'm so excited i'm i'm a big fan of his i used to work with him back in the day and just to see him like glow up in the way that he have with the whole digital art i have to have him do my cover Nothing else will suffice for me. So, anyway, so that's what I got going on. But I do appreciate that feedback. That meant everything to me. I'm so glad y'all enjoyed Xer. I'm gonna drop another one this week. Um, I'm just you know keep dropping random chapters. It's not gonna be in no type of order, y'all. I'm just gonna literally pick a chapter and grab a piece for it and throw it up so y'all can see it. So, but I'm. Um, I really appreciate that. I thank y'all for the feedback. It's all been good, but shit, I welcome the bad too. If it's bad, if you feel like it's trash, you could tell me that too because, see, I ain't never published no goddamn book before. You feel me? I'm just, I, I love to write. I love the art of writing, but I ain't never published no damn book. So if y'all feel like this shit is trash, y'all are, of course, absolutely welcome to tell me that it's trash you know so what else i got going on man wow i've it's been so long since we've spoken we ain't talk about the capital riot we ain't talk about none of that shit the inauguration and that shit and honestly we don't have to um weird ass white people stormed the capital killed a couple folks stole a couple shit i hope the fbi arrests all they ass as far as the inauguration I'm extremely happy that it went off without a hitch. It went off really flawlessly smooth. Um, I thought it was going to be some bullshit. I can't lie. Like, my mind was all over the place because just because, like, Trump supporters were so dedicated to what they believed, and that is that this election was rigged. I was scared for Biden. I was scared for Kamala Harris. I'm thinking, like, these people might try to assassinate these folks during the inauguration. Like, I was really fearful for the both of them. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm really glad that it went off flawlessly. Um, Miss Michelle Obama, just, she stole the show. Auntie came through with that burgundy, with that feather quit weave. Which, I, I can't even, I went up. I went up. But see, one thing about Miss Michelle Obama, she ain't never took a day off, bitch. Y'all remember when Miss Michelle Obama came with them, um, I think it was the Balenciaga boots, them yellow sparkly ones with that yellow stick dress, bitch, stop playing with Miss Obama. She never took a day off. She always on, never off. I never seen Miss Obama looking bad. Not one time, not ever. I, first of all, I didn't realize that a whole damn um, ad was playing in the background. I hate when it happened. So, yeah. Um, but I'm happy, you know, it went it went well. Nobody was acting crazy. I seen a leader of, um, how you pronounce that shit? Quanon? That group, that conspiracy theorist, people who, like, hate Democrats. Their leader was 
telling the followers like look y'all need to get on with y'all lives like we tried to overthrow the capital we failed it's time for everybody to get on with their life and i was like damn like how the hell the white supremacist leader tired of the fuck shit it's child it's been a lot of fuck shit going on and i ain't gonna lie i'm kind of happy i skipped all that shit and i guess you know i'm not a good podcaster because in that regard i was like i don't want to talk about that shit and i didn't have to because i was on a hiatus so yeah that shit was a shit show um i couldn't believe it i still am just in disbelief that it even happened i I just i can't believe it happened i can't believe that members of the congress helped organize it i just i completely unbelievable it was it was so 2020 though or did that did that happen in 2020 or 2021 that happened in 2021 yeah like the first couple days yeah it was like the first couple days of the year child that shit was just a continuation of 2020 honestly truthfully so i'm i'm honestly glad we didn't have to um discuss it i gotta say rest in peace to larry king he was battling corona um, last week, week before, something like that. He was battling corona. So, yeah. Rest in peace to him. One of the pioneers in this whole sit down and talk to people game. One of the best interviewers of our time. Like, Larry King was the one. So, rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant and the remaint the uh other passengers who was on that helicopter i can't believe it's been a year since we lost them that is that is outrageous to me so rest in peace to them i'm glad that the media was respectful um i didn't really see anything you know anything like horrible like i didn't see you know you know sometimes the media can get well, it hasn't been quite a year. Tomorrow will actually be a year. But you know how sometimes the media can just get real salacious. So I'm happy that I haven't seen any of that yet. But yeah, can't can't even believe it's been almost a year since that tragic ass, just unbelievable accident took Kobe Bryant and his daughter. It's, I can I can only imagine what Vanessa Bryant and her daughters are going through every single day so just try to be mindful of shit like that when y'all make y'all posts and y'all tagging them incessantly and stuff like that like these people just stay real life and they're actually still going through it so what else is going on in the news honey the verses ashanti and keisha cole cringy as fuck i ain't even gonna hold y'all that shit was cringy it was hard to watch they look good as hell um, Ashanti looked good. Keisha Cole looked gorgeous. It was just so underwhelming. But then you got to think, we've been waiting on it since. Like, we've been waiting on it for a month. And then, you know, they weren't they weren't in the same room with one another. So, that played a really tough factor. Um, I've always personally enjoyed the verses that have been in the same room. That's just me. It's just a personal preference. I enjoy when the verses are together you know it just i don't know it seems more genuine it just seems better to me 
just a personal preference. Um, yeah, I, I just, I enjoyed the music, of course, because I'm a fan of both of them. I think I would gravitate more towards Keisha Cole, just thinking back to that time. I liked and I knew a lot of Ashanti records, but I knew more Keisha Cole records than Ashanti. I don't know. Keisha Cole was just like my girl. Like Keisha Cole was just, she was just that girl for me. I don't know what it was. She just, Keisha was my girl. So I just, I know more of her songs. I know more of her catalog. Um, and that says a lot because I know a lot of Ashanti's catalog and I know even more Keisha Cole. But yeah, it was just, it was just a little underwhelming for what it you know, for what it was. Um, but shit, they got like 1.6 million views. So, and the only reason I say it was underwhelming because it, first of all, it started late. Every verse starts late. We used to that by now. But this verse is almost started like an hour late. So, we just looking at a ch- like Keisha Cole's chair for like almost an hour. And then it seemed like there was, you know some little delays with the sounds I don't know I I just I I was I was not I just wasn't impressed with like the verses delivery just because they wasn't in the same room so it just it it didn't have the same impact I think if they would have been in the same room dancing together and singing and turned up and da 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 and telling each other the stories in person like I don't know. I just I've preferred those verses better than the the Zoom meetings. That's all. But nevertheless, big night. It was a rumor floating around that Travis Scott and Future would be the next verses, and they shut that shit down. Which we all know, Future is watching that. A Future Travis versus Future is taking home the crown. That is not even. That's really not even a discussion. I don't... Yeah, we, we don't even have to go there. Um, future will wash the dog fuck out of Travis Scott. I don't really want to see a future in Travis Scott. If we're going to do future, let's... How about we do a future in um, Young Thug? Or a future in... Who could future go against other than Young Thug? I mean, I guess he could go against Travis Scott, but I don't know. Future is watching niggas. Future got music. Future got a lot of goddamn music. Like, that that man, he ain't want to be fucked with now. Y'all can say what you want about, you know, his personal life and whoop the whoop. But Future is not one to be fucked around with. I don't know. I can't. I can't even see Future doing a versus. But maybe. Maybe. I don't want him and Travis Scott, though. Maybe him and Young Thug. I could see that better. That would make more sense. Now, one I did see floating around, and I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't been able to confirm me. But I seen Mary J. Blige and... um. Oh, shit. Mary J. Blige and Tony Braxton. Bitch. I pray to God that it's real. Y'all don't understand. Wait a minute. Because y'all don't even understand. Y'all do not. I love both of them. (laughs) 
like I can't even put it in words. I literally love Tony and Mary so much. I wouldn't know how to function in that versus. I don't know who I'm rooting for in that versus. Like I don't know what. What the fuck? What is Mary J. Blige doing when Tony Unleashed Let It Flow? Written by Babyface. Somebody. Anybody. Hop on the line. Tell me right now. When Tony give us Let It Flow, what what, what we doing? What we going? Bitch, stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. You talking about two women who was on the way to the Exhale soundtrack? Please stop playing in my face. Stop playing on my top. I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. Stop playing with me. I need that versus. I need that Mary J and Tony. I pray to God that was real. Like, I really do. Please let that be real. That is something... I would take off work for. <laughs> like, y'all don't understand. If they gave us a Tony Braxton and Mary J. Blige versus, hold on. I know what Mary gonna do when Tony unleash. When Tony unleash, let it flow. I know what Mary gonna do. Hold up. I'm, I'm finna tell y'all what Mary gonna do. This is what Mary gonna do. When fucking Tony Braxton unleashed goddamn Let It Flow. Both of them on the way to the Exhale soundtrack. Please stop playing with Mary, bitch. Tony, Tony it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. Because Mary coming back with this, I don't know. It's a tie. I can't call it. I can't give you no scoreboard. Let It Flow not gonna cross. Stop playing with me. What'd you say, Mary? How many years, bitch? Stop playing with Mary. That nigga had Mary fucked up on her. You hear me? But wait a minute. Because, see. Hold on. Bitch, Mary was singing. You girls ain't singing like this. I'm sorry. I keep trying to change the song, but Mary is just, you know, Mary doing what she do. But see, Tony gonna come right back. Tony gonna come right, right back. And I'm finna tell, I'm finna give y'all what Tony gonna come back with. And then we gonna move on from the subject. But y'all just got to feel me on this. Like, this ain't no regular verses. This how Tony coming back off of um, Briggs again? Come on. Stop playing with Tony Braxton, bitch. Be so t- I, I'm going to be on the next level if they do this. Because the girls were singing, baby, and you hear me? They weren't doing none of that whisper, talky shit, no shade, no TVs. Just let this part go, then I'm going to change the subject, I promise. Cut the shit off. I'm done with it, but y'all got to... Y'all got to understand where I'm coming from. Like, this is going to be a long versus. I'm going to have a long day if the Tony Braxton and the Mary J. Blige versus is accurate. Because I got like 30 more of them that I could put against each other. You hear me? So, I, 
Oh my God. Ain't nobody confirmed it, y'all. I am praying and hoping like hell that they make that happen. Because that will be that'll be one for the books. That shit just had me all tingly inside when I seen that damn post. It's probably fan made getting my damn hopes all through the roof. But man, I would love to see that. I want more R&B verses. I'm sorry. The rap verse has been cool. But I've been living for the R&B verses. Like the 112 and Jagged Edge. That one was a little hard to watch. But the music was T as fuck. It's just, it's it's so many, y'all. It's so many. Let's just pray. We're going to speak this shit into fruition. We're going to get the Tony and Mary J. And I'm praying if they do it, they could do it in the same room. Because the vibe just be a little different. So, when I seen that one floating around, I couldn't wait to get on the line with y'all. <laughs> like, I, people was turned by that Travis and Future. I was turned by this possible um, Mary and Tony. So, we're going to see. We're going to see what Timberland and Swiss Beats... I wish they listened to the people more. That's my only gripe with verses. Like, I wish they listened to us more. We know what we want to see, goddammit. We know. We be knowing. We definitely be knowing. I, You know what I think with verses? They do a lot of, like, the big acts, which is cool. But somebody said this. I can't remember who. But I would not mind seeing, like, a one-hit wonder verses. Just one song. <laughs> Literally. Just give me one song. I would not mind it whatsoever. Like, who is a one-hit wonder? Well, I don't want to name them because I don't want nobody to feel like I'm shading them and talking about their little one-hit. But I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing... Um, we did a reggae. We did a gospel. We did a couple R&Bs. The only rap one we did... Y'all got to refresh my memory. It was Nelly and Ludacris. Oh well, I'm talking about only Jeezy and Gucci, Ross and Two Chains. It's been a few. I don't know. We we gotta switch it up. I don't really want to see no pop or no rock because I honestly, I ain't trying to be funny. Versus it's a black thing. No shade, no tea. But yeah, we we need we need some new lineups. Twitter be coming up with some really good mashups. Um, that I like, and I wish Timbaland and Swiss Beats would listen to them a little bit more. But nevertheless, 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 we'll see who they got coming up for Valentine's Day. Um, if this Mary and Tony versus was to happen, it would be a Valentine's Day one. That should be lit too. I'm, I'm here for it, baby. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for it. What else went on in the world? Um, oh, so much. I feel like doing just a Monday podcast, Lord, it's going to be so much to stuff into one episode. And we still got to get Billy Lango on the line. So, child, we might not be able to get everything today. But this was just an introduction back. But I did want to talk about something real quick. Um, something, it happened a minute ago. And I haven't spoken to y'all in a minute. But I just kind of wanted to address it. For anybody listening, anybody in the motherfucking room. So, you know, we do the good sis segment. We highlight the cases of missing black women. That's what we do. The Cape Dish Podcast. If we could dedicate an hour or 45 minutes to kick the shit and kiki and just talk shit, we could dedicate 
10 minutes to raising awareness about a missing black woman. So I wanted to talk about this because I was having a conversation with somebody and I was just explaining to them about the podcast and then I touched on the good sis segment and what that was. And this individual who was not a black person said that why do I only highlight the cases of missing black women? Um, And the answer for that is that I am a missing black woman. Period. I can't relate to the struggles of a white woman because I am not a white woman. That's number one. Number two... Um, historically, there has always been a very, very low percentage of black women and girls who have gone missing and their cases actually make the news. Um, I forgot what it's called. White woman syndrome is what it's called. And basically, white woman syndrome is when a white woman goes missing and it dominates the news cycle. And a black woman can go missing, you know, at that same time frame and we'll never hear about her. Therefore, it's called, I'm sorry, missing white woman syndrome. I want to make that clear. It's missing white woman syndrome because if a white woman goes missing... Her case is everywhere. It's in the newspaper. It's it that shit might make Time magazine. It's literally everywhere. And I mean, it's just statistics. You you can Google the statistics. You feel me? So why I don't focus on the cases of um missing white women or other ethnicities or whatever is because they're gonna get the coverage like a white woman going missing in America is a national disaster. She's going to get the coverage and she should, she should. If a woman is missing and she's in danger, I want her to get the coverage period. I want it to be on the news. I want it to be everywhere. But at the same time, black women do not get the same coverage. And this goes back, 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 back. We can take it all the way back to goddamn slavery days ain't nobody looking for your black ass unless you've been official to them so black women going missing being killed and murdered by you know the kkk and all that type of shit nobody looking for them then so it's just kind of like a it just has kind of carried over like a black woman goes missing ain't nobody looking for her she all right she's just a runaway they're very quick the media law enforcement everybody to verify, I mean, to um, classify black women, black children as runaways. And a lot of times that's not the case. So, with that being said, and I did have a quick statistic up here. There is between 64,000 and 75,000 black women and girls currently missing in the United States alone period and then you have organizations like black and missing who work overtime to try to bring awareness to these women cases but it's hard 
it's hard when the news is not even picking it up like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I use my platform to highlight that and to add to those efforts no matter what. Like, even even if the segment don't even get views, I don't give a damn people skip over it. But for me and my platform, I'm going to talk about missing black women because I am a black woman. I have black sisters. I have a black mother. I have black aunties, black cousins. Like, we are black women. And when I read about the cases of these missing black women... And the fact that they went missing under the most normal fucking circumstances, like going to work, going to get something out of their car, going outside to speak to somebody, and that shit that I've done, my family has done, whatever, yes, it could have been any one of us in that situation. Every single black woman that I've read about and I've talked about on this podcast, or just read about in general, even the ones that I don't talk about, they have all done some shit that I have done. So, the only thing stopping something bad from happening to me is just I was just in the right place and harm was not near at that moment. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's so easy. Like, a, a woman, I think about Kiara um, from Chicago. What is her last name? Coles? Kiara Coles? The postal worker who was who left her house in her uniform to go to work, like they they got her on surveillance in her her uh, uniform after she called me and sick. You know, I don't know if she had to change her heart or whatever, but she had on her uniform. She was on surveillance, and then we don't see her no more. Like that's that is normal shit. That's everyday shit. That is regular. You know what I'm saying? Nothing about that is out of the ordinary. So that is why I use my platform to talk about missing black women. Because missing white women have the whole world talking about them. We're still talking about Natalie Holloway. And I hope she's found. Because her story was fucked up. They got that girl on that island you know what I'm saying? They took advantage of that young girl and did God knows what with her. I want her to be found. But at the end of the day, we ain't forgot her. We can't forget her. We have seen Natalie Holloway. We've seen um, the little girl, JonBenet Ramsey, for ye- decades, years, years, and years, and years, and years. It's always in the news. It will never not be in the news. So, white women are not lacking in coverage. Black, black women is. Black women can use... And black girls and women can use all of the coverage that they can get. So that's why I'm going to use my platform to give it. And if you don't like it, you can switch to goddamn podcasts. It's that simple. You know what I mean? I I I wasn't pressed when the question came up to me, but I could tell that the person asking me was pressed when I began to tell them what my podcast was about. And that's okay. Everything ain't for everybody. But at the end of the day, if you want to bring attention to whatever the case may be, start a podcast and do that. But over here at the Cage Podcast, I'm going to do what the fuck I want because I'm the host. And if I say black women is what we're talking about today, then that's what the fuck we're talking about. And if you don't like it, then I suggest you find you something better to do. And that's just that on that. 
So if anybody wondering, I don't think my audience is wondering. I think after 92 episodes, we pretty much know each other pretty good. But, you know, it came up to me, so yeah, I just wanted to, to, to let anybody know who felt the way about it. You know, no no shade, no tea, but a lot of these black women that I'm reading about, the only thing I can find on them is the black and missing article. The black and missing write-up. Nothing else. Ain't ain't can't find shit about them can't find no news article nowhere and i know some of the cases are old but still you know still like can't get a a a nothing like no type of media alert that's sad to me that's so sad and you think about this number sixty-four thousand to seventy-five thousand. that is a lot of missing black women and children that we not really hearing about you know what I'm saying? Because there, people are so quick to classify us as runaways or they just ran away. And that type of thinking and mentali- mentality goes back, that goes back to slave days. Because black women would try to run away. Black women would try to escape. So, and I hate to be that girl who's like super duper woke and shit, but it's the truth. We would try to run away and walk away, like escape from slavery so they were always so quick to just classify us as oh she just ran away just ran away and that mentality has just trickled down and trickled down and trickled down and trickled down to where black women missing oh she just ran away you know and it's not the case like motherfuckers is out here doing shit to us black girls is out here getting trafficked black women is out here being kidnapped black women have been victims of domestic violence and all kind of shit You feel me? It's the victims of the crazy ass niggas. Like we, we are victims just like our non-black counterparts who go missing. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just wish that, um, I just wish we got the same recognition in that regard. So anyway, that's how I answered that person's question. Um, during that conversation, I could tell he was a little pressed, but I, I don't care. Honestly, truthfully, I don't. So that's that on that. Um, yeah, moving on. I don't even have a good sis today. We'll pick up next Monday with the good sis, most definitely. That's not something that's, and it's not something that's going away. It's not something that's going away. I might even add black men that have been missing. Who knows? The possibilities are endless because it's really black people who need coverage. So you just never know. But um, yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to address the good sis segment, even though we don't have a um a good sis this week. I still just wanted to make sure we address that. Okay. Now on to some happy shit. The Bucks going to the Super Bowl. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Can I be transparent for a moment? Um, yeah, I have confused. that shit set my mind all together. I didn't even know the Bucks were a contender to be in the Super Bowl. Completely missed that one, but you know what? They going. The city gonna be crazy. Oh my god, I'm in I'm in St. Pete and Tampa is like twenty minutes away. 
not far. Do y'all know how insane traffic is going to be just trying to get some fucking Uber Eats? Like, my homegirl hit me today, and she's, like, lining up all this media shit for me to do. Mind you, <laughs> she ain't give me no type of option. She was like, listen, people going to be in town. You got to do some media shit. So, I'm like, cool, let me know. You know, I do it. I'll do it. If not, then I'm hanging out. But I'll do it. But, um, yeah, man. So, I guess I'll be working. Um, I won't be able to really enjoy the festivities like I would want to. I'm going to try to go to a function, like, at least once. I got to go to at least one non-work function, non-media function. And just, like, turn up with everybody else. Because, yeah, fuck it, why not? But anyway... I think we've covered enough about me, man. Let's see if we could get Billy on the line. Billy Lango. Billy Lango coming to the Kate Dish podcast stage. Child, let's see if we can get Billy on the line. Uh, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. How you doing, Sandrika? I'm, Am I saying it correctly? Yes, you saying it correctly. I'm okay. good. Now, a lot of people don't know who you are. They're like, who is Billy Lango? I know. Because I've been listening to you for at least a week now. And I'm loving All right, you. all right. So, kind of oh. give my audience, you know, just a little background of who Billy Lango is. All right, no problem. Billy Lango is an artist, uh, you know, uh, a hardworking one at that. I'm out in Toronto. I'm based in Toronto. Um, you know, the city where a lot of new artists thus far has been doing well for themselves. Um, and I'm just, I'm just growing. That's who I am. I'm, I'm a person that's constantly evolving and, and I'm trying to bring my music to that sort of evolution, um, as you hear it. Now, being from Toronto, obviously that's where Drake is from. Um, is there any Mm -hmm. pressure on you to like, feel that you have to make it? Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure just because, um, you know, it's all the city is a very large one. When you come here, it looks like Manhattan, right? Um, in, in comparison. But uh, once the, once you get into hip hop, once you get into music, the community starts becoming a lot smaller. And so, you know, um, for example, my, my first single got mastered by OVO 40 at the oh. time when, when Drake was still coming up, right? So, you know, yeah, there's there's some pressures there, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, homeboy did it, you know, what's gonna happen with you? Is it gonna happen for you? You know what I mean? And once years go by, you start questioning yourself, you know. And that's that's part of the game. It's it's about self-confidence and and always pushing and not giving up. Now you say as you know, but I don't listen. Okay, go ahead. Now I was gonna say like maybe maybe negative and positive or positive. I listen to everything as mm-hmm. far as criticism, uh, just to make myself better. So it don't it don't stop me from doing what I need to do. That's all I was gonna say. So okay, you said you've been doing this for years, and you was working with OVO Forty as Drake was coming up. So how long have you been rapping? Well, that was my first single so let's put it this way that was like when i first decided to start doing this right okay um 
and at the same time, I didn't, you know, there's no, there's no market out, you know what I mean? So especially at that time, there was no market. Drake had to go to U.S. to, to get recognition. He wasn't getting a lot of recognition over here because nobody really is, you know, you got, you got these labels out here. They don't understand the, you know, how to really put an artist out when it comes to urban music. Mm-hmm. And so I say like, for me, it's been about a decade but that's that's pretty regular for any artist. Even if right. you're in the U.S., most of them started a decade ago before you even got the chance to really know them internationally, right? Right. So, working with OVO Forty back then, have you been able to continue to nurture that relationship? Do y'all still? No, um, really, it's not. No, I don't. And the thing is, is that it's it's not it's not because there's any situation there is that whenever whenever Drake got picked up he took he took his team with him right and when he took his team with him it's like they left (laughs) right they left and they were gone and 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 they never came back for a little bit right Mm -hmm. so really really this is this is how the pattern goes for everybody maybe Tory Lanez or anybody what ends up happening is that we have to go across and and talk to to folks on the other on the other side of the border, and then hope to get picked up and then disappear for a little bit. Because usually, if you disappear for a little bit, it means you're coming back with fire, you know. Gotcha. Now, have you been able to kind of break into that U.S. industry a little bit? Well, yeah. When you're talking about locally. Um, I've been able to do, I've been able to do my thing, you know, play on radio stations and, and do that. I've done a few shows here and there. Um, again, it's, it's because for myself, I did not necessarily do all the things I was supposed to do. I have to take accountability for my actions, right? I got caught up. Let's just put it that way. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, when you get, once you get your life in order and you, you start taking things a lot more seriously than you know things take a different sort of look to right now i want to ask you because you made a really good point you said you got caught up a lot of artists especially rising artists they get caught up they get in situations and they're never able to really bounce back how are you able to kind of i guess refocus and get back to music well the thing is is that although a lot of things was happening, you know, um, for me. One of the one of the key things that always struck a nerve with me is the fact of what you just said. I seen it happen, right? At the time when I was doing it, nobody like you had a few. You had a few old heads that you know, a few like legends we called them. You know, out here like Maestro Fresh West, you know, uh, Socrates, uh, Cardinal Fesha that actually made it. But it was like it was only them. It was only their camp really getting any sort of recognition, Cardinal getting signed by Akon, you know? So to us, it was like, okay, that's all that's, that's, all that's gonna happen. We're not gonna really see anything more come out of this, right? right. And then once Drake, once Drake got picked up, it's like, okay, uh, there's something going on. There's like an undercurrent, you know, things could change for us. And so getting caught up and not excelling the way I wanted to kind of like was a wake up call for me. So I didn't need much. Um, everybody should know that if you're not going to put a hundred percent effort and invest into yourself and be your number one fan, leave it alone. 
And I know that for sure. I know that for sure. I didn't know it before, but I know it now. Gotcha. Now, um, kind of stand on the whole, you know, getting into different situations, you being an artist and you said you've kind of, you know, been grinding for 10 years and you're finally really starting to get your recognition. When we see a lot of these artists like the King Von who um, was murdered in Atlanta, artists getting hit with different mm-hmm. federal charges, do you, does that make you weary at all? Like to even get into this game? Cause you see what comes with it. Well, that's that's what it is, right? Like, um, there are things you just you just can't avoid, right? Um, in a sense that if unless you unless you blow up, right, really blow up, you still got to go back to where you came from, right? Like most of the time, people is like, you know, they're hearing the they're hearing a, a track on the radio, you're getting some some airplay, but. Be thinking now you made it like you got you got about like you know, a, you know a hundred thousand in your pocket right away just from just from getting a little buzz or a little clout and that's so untrue like it don't work that way. Right. Uh, you still have to kind of climb up that ladder to to really really get to a point where you know you can move yourself from from the hood or move yourself from wherever that that problem is, and so. Um, I think really taking in the people that are actually established, taking the time to understand, if, especially if they relate to you in the sense of their life and, and some of the stuff that they've been through. If you take the ones that actually made it and are still, you know, um, doing it, then you, you want to actually try to follow their blueprint as much as you can. You got to get rid of some people, man. Some people is going to drop off. Trust me. Once right. you once you get a little clout, they just they're just going to, you know, take the sideline and, and maybe hate or just have something to say or whatever, whatever. The wrong people, right? The the frenemies, you call them, mm-hmm. right? Those ones are just going to fall off or they're going to come at you or whatever, whatever. But you have to, at this point in time, if you're on the streets, you have to start realizing who's supposed to be around you, who right. is who is long-term friends, real people, you know what I mean? And who you got to let go. And you have to do it with, with no hesitation because those are the ones that are really going to to come for you. Most of the time they say what 90 what was it 92% of the time or 94% of the time if you if something happened to you, mm-hmm. you knew the person. So yes. that's the math, right? So I respect that. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, that's it's really uh difficult and I always ask artists, especially new artists like that make you scared to move around don't that make you scared to even want to be an artist because it's a lot that comes with it and i don't think people realize well you know you're 100 percent right um 2019 in toronto i think it was 29 yeah it was 2019 um we almost beat the chicago murder rate if not beat it wow okay and yeah, and a lot of, um, well, I shouldn't say a lot because we're not that many, but many artists that were actually getting, you know, some recognition, even from Drake and, and across the border got shot and killed, right? Wow. You have Smoke Dog, which he was getting, he was getting some, real, some real clout, some real smoke behind him, mm-hmm. and he's gone. You, know? you have Udini, Udini. I think that was last year. He's gone. And, you know, 
don't don't let it fool you. Even myself, uh, to a certain extent, you know, people talk funny. You understand? They they talk funny. They know they know it happens, and they'll talk to you like that. They say they'll say, "Look, man, artists can can get it. A lot of artists in Toronto become famous by dying." Wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's the same so, here, though. But I don't. But yeah, yeah. But that don't bother me none. <laughs> like, if I'm still here, believe me, it's because I make I make the right moves, I say the right things, and I deal with the right people. Absolutely. Now, you say that, you know, people will drop off the more success that you get. Um, is it true, the whole mo- more money, more problems? Is that true? Have you experienced that as an artist, kind of getting your popularity up? Absolutely. Um, you know, because the majority of the money that I made or I make uh, does not come from, you know, does not come from the actual career. It does not come from the music. It comes, you know, from from doing what I need to do to, to survive and, you know, get my life in order. And so when they see me, you know, sometimes you get you get a lot of love. You know, when I pull up in the whip, you know, some guys all come up to me, some men's all come up to me and say, yo, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Right. They ask me the question. They, they want to know, you know. And, you know, sometimes, like, the younger ones want to pull up and, and act like it's their whip. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all good. It's all love. But then there's others that stand on the side and, you know, they don't like it. You know, they 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 act funny. They see you with a chain or something and, you know, they start looking at it and, and whatever, whatever. So, you know, after COVID, I haven't been going out as much. For a while, I haven't been going out as much, but when I used to go out, I used to always make sure that you know I had some a few peoples with me. And like, you just you don't you just don't want to do it stupid, right? right? You don't want to fall into a situation because how Toronto is built is that downtown is neutral grounds, right? right? So everything is happening on the outside of downtown. Like all the hoods is on the outside of downtown. So when you hit downtown and you go to a club or something. You know, a lot of times there's there's rival hoods in there. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, I don't, you know, I'm not a gang member. I don't gang right. bang, so that's fine. But at the same time, it, it don't matter. It, it all matters, like, yo, which are you from, you know? And so dudes sometimes, they, they feeling themselves, the, you know, the juice coming through, you know, you're, you're drinking, you're having a nice mm-hmm. time, and they feeling themselves in there with the crew. And they wanna they wanna let everybody know that they're out here. You know what I'm saying? So and that's all over right. the place, man. I've been I've been all across the US and even even when spending a summer in in Brooklyn, you know, many times altercations happen with me. Yes, <laughs> so no right. matter where I go, Montreal, Quebec, you know, there's always gonna be some sort of friction. And I'm not a small dude, right. so it kind of get some dudes kind of get the Napoleon complex and want to see like if they can just you know go at the uh, go at the job. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Sorry. Always that one that want to test you. You know, wherever you at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever you at, wherever you at, man. It's it's always like that, right? It's just you know you, you didn't like the way you look at them, you know. You made it feel small or whatever it is, you know, or, you know, or the girl, the girl that he had his eyes on is checking you and not right. checking him. You know what I mean? It's, it's all kind of bozo, bozo business, man. Goofy. 
real goofy. Very goofy. Now I, I heard you mention COVID. Um, how has the how has this whole pandemic kind of affected the way you release your music and promote your music? Oh man, like COVID COVID is a monster. Let's let's not kid ourselves. It's a monster, it's killing a whole lot of people. But if we talk about my music, I wrote you know, I got the beat for this this single energy, you know, and I wrote it in mm-hmm. my living room uh, where I set up a, a studio and everything. And I recorded in my studio and all I had to do was go to, you know, obviously a proper studio and engineering to get it mastered. Mm-hmm. So my processing, my stuff done is so fast now that and at the same time, it's like it's really nurtured, right? Like I'm not paying 85 an hour at my usual studio to get to to record my stuff and do my mixing right. and everything right i'm actually doing it myself so it gives me a time to like really really take the time to make it sound real nice and um every every track thus far that i'm going to release because there's more um it's an ep okay. every track i'm releasing is like a single like and every single one of them is nothing like the first one. I wanted to do it like that because I, I don't see that happening anymore, right. right? Like I used to listen to an album and, you know, there might be two or three tracks that was the same, but then like you had so many different flavors, genres, like R&B, a little bit of right. R&B there, hip hop there, real street there, a little more pop there. That That's something I enjoyed because you had so much flavors. So that's what I want to do and that's what I did with it. So... This one was a little more radio play, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. It was, you know, to get that buzz. The next one's going to be a real street tracks for, for my hood, you know what I mean? Yeah. For my peoples, for for everybody that you know, love that, just that hard knock, you know, straight fire. So that one's going to be like that. And uh, the other one's going to be a little more for the ladies, right? So that's how I'm, I'm building it up. Yeah, just checking yeah it up. energy is definitely radio friendly but it still has that street element to it that i can appreciate i'm sure most people can appreciate what was the motivation behind the song right right (laughs) that's what that's what i'm getting from most people and i wasn't sure if people was gonna catch it right because what i did is that i made it a club it's a club track you can bump in Mm -hmm. in club you can pump in your your you know, and it slaps, but then there's there's an element of, of education in it, right? And I'm letting people know about myself, about, about you know, uh, where we're coming from, you know, um, and also, like, not letting yourself get um, influenced or, or hurt by, you know, a few people that's just not backing you up or giving you the support, you know, and I want to tell artists, man, like, bump my track. Let everybody know, you know, even one of my boys, because my one of my boys is like, you need to come with that 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 raw, right. raw, raw. And I said, look, you know, but give me that time. And then when he heard the track and he, he heard it circulating, he's like, yo, how are you going to do a track talking about me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, yo, we're supposed to be family. We're supposed to be fam. That's you know, nice. this was our conversation, you know? And I'm like... <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I I love the track, and I see you know the views on YouTube are going up 
a lot. Which yeah, yeah. We've only had it out like maybe two days, I think, for the visual. I've had it for two days, and we're already at a, I think, a thousand views, a thousand something views. So that's a good look. Uh, you know, if people can interact a little more, you know, leave a few more comments. You know, subscribers join. I'm, I'm, I'm actually paying attention to everything. You understand? So, yeah, don't just watch the video. Give a few likes. You know, if you don't like it, don't like right. it. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Don't feel bad. Nobody's going to come bark at your door. You understand? <laughs> so feel free. Just interact with me. I'm, I'm really easy. Actually, I'm going to post later on all the, all the DMs I received about the track and, and my exposure lately with just this one track. It's been love, man. I'm actually very humbled by, by just the, you know, the feedback and the reactions that I'm getting. I'm going to post that and Definitely. we'll see. You know, it's it's really Please good. Please do. I mean, I'm on your YouTube right now, and you're at, you know, a little over two thousand views in two days. And for an independent artist, that's really good. That's not that's not a small number for a, a artist who is independent and who's grinding. So, congratulations on that. Um, when can we expect the EP? Thank you. The EP, I'm thinking closer to summertime. The EP close to the summertime, I'm I'm gonna let it go. Cause the thing is, is that um, I'm gonna drop another single. I might drop two singles and videos for it. Well, we already have one, so another uh, video okay. and single for the streets. Or I might do a third one. Cause it's it's different when you're independent, right? Yes. Um, you you know a lot of a lot of dudes. That's another piece of advice. Don't. I wouldn't put an entire album out and nobody really know you. Right. You understand? That's like, important. go ahead and put those singles out. Yeah. Go and put those singles out. And the one that catch, you know, run that one. I mean, put your money behind it. Like, there's a lot of money going behind this single. And that's why you're seeing what you're seeing is because I got a publicist. That's how I got, that's how I got to know you right now, right? right? That's how we got on the line. I got a publicist. You know, I got, I got, you know, a marketing team. I, I'm paying a lot of people to make this happen. So if you're not willing to spend that money, uh, it's going to be hard for you to get that recognition. That's a fact. That is really important. I'm so glad you said that because I meet with a lot of independent artists and I meet with a lot of up and coming artists who just refuse to put money behind their music. Like they will not invest in Absolutely. any of these things that you just said. They refuse. They're not spending no money on it. And I'm like, you, that's never gonna work. It will never work. If no. You have to pay for something. That won't work. Thus far, the the only thing that you see that you're actually seeing that I invested my I invested my own efforts into is the music actually. Mm -hmm on this whole entire project because I hired professionals, people that know what they're doing right. to do the rest. Like if you see a picture, I didn't take that picture. If you see some artwork um, on my pictures, I right. didn't do that, right? If you if you hear me on the radio, I didn't do right. that, right? Like there's people out there that's, that's, that's what they do. That's their niche, you know, that's what, that's what they're all about. And you're making an, you're basically not being your own number one fan by doing that. You have to invest into yourself. Who else is going to invest into you if you don't? You're not even willing to invest Absolutely. into yourself. You know what I mean? 
You, you think you're the gold mine. If you're really the gold mine, you should be investing into that, right? Most people will not. So I'm I'm so glad you said that. Independent artists <laughs> listening to this, that is like the number one advice that me, Billy, anybody could ever give you. You have to invest in your music. Absolutely. It's no way around it. Now, this EP that's coming out, how many songs are you thinking? I'm thinking about seven songs. Okay. Seven songs. Be pretty standard, right? Yeah, seven songs. And like I said, like thus far, um, just to give you a, a sort of, uh, you know, insight, I got about five songs and all of them, I'm telling you, all of them is, is something. If you like, if you like energy, forget about it. Everything else is just a ramp, a ramp up from it. Trust me. Energy Trust me is, it. even, even when it comes to. No, I was just saying energy is a really good song. <laughs> so I'm happy if they all sound like energy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and what I got for the ladies too is, is going to be, is going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Like I, I want to show my full range, right? And and when you listen to it, you you're gonna say, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! You went from that to this now. You know what I mean? You're diving into a whole different, you know, sort of like skill set. You know what I'm saying? Believe it, believe it, and you'll like it. Trust me, I like it. I promise. Now, do you have a title yet for it, or are we kind of keeping that under wraps for a while? I'm working a title on it. I'm working a title. It's um, what was the title for that one? No, I, I can't say. It. I can't say it just now because I don't want to say it now and then and then I change it up and and then we all get confused because it, it doesn't even have the same name. Uh, it's best I wait till the track's done. And usually, what I do is that I have like a little listening session uh, with a few uh, folks of mine. We have a listening session, and then after that. I toss the name out there and sometimes they'll say, no, nah, no, nah, that, that don't suit it. Cause I like to just take something out of the, the hook and just call it by whatever I took out the hook. And that's usually a lot. That's what most people do. Or sometimes you just go with a whole different name. So I want to let people decide for me. Like we sit at the round table and then everybody decides on each track. Energy, energy was even called energy okay. originally. It was called action. And then, yeah, yeah, it was called action, and then we we warmed it up to everybody, and you know, everybody switched up and said, "Nah," because I'm saying you're saying energy in a song, and the way you're talking about the song, you're talking about other people's energy and your energy, you know. So let's go with that, and that's what we did. I love it. Now, do you have any collaborations on the EP, or is it just you? Right now, it's just me because I did it from. The, the the confinement gotcha. of COVID. Canada's different. Just so you know, we're on lockdown oh, right okay. now. I didn't know that. Like we can only leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can only leave home um, for essentials, you know, like groceries and whatnot. But if if you're caught just, you know, trying to do other things, you can catch a fine for $1,500. Wow, I had no idea that you all were completely on lockdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're completely locked up. Completely locked up. There's nothing open. I can't go, you know, work out at my usual mm -hmm. gym. Can't go out. Haven't, we, haven't, we haven't been to a club in, in over a year. 
a year and a half probably by now. <laughs> we haven't stepped out. We haven't socialized really. Uh, you know, some people is doing underground things, but they're getting caught and getting find some, you know, silly money. I ain't trying to give nobody free money. I know that's right. That's that is crazy because we're completely open. And that's why our cases are through the roof. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a fact. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, I know people don't like authority or or I you know, I understand it. But the thing is, is that right now it's a health right. situation. If you don't know anybody that's died by by COVID, you kind of have this earthly sort of perception that like, ah, oh, man, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, this is all just propaganda and, and, and conspiracies and all that. It isn't. I've had people pass away. I'm sorry. You know, I've heard people pass away. The other people that are friends of mine, I've had friends catch the COVID. You understand? So it's real. It's not fake. It's not fake, it's true. Absolutely, and I tell people, you know, what is damn mass? It's not a political thing. Everybody want to argue. Down here, they do protests about it. It's no. not that serious. Man, they got a protest out here, too. Everybody protesting. I see I see people posting, even people that I know. And, you know, I, I'm a person that I don't want my tongue for nobody. I'm like, what are you talking about? Stop this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to endanger your life, that's fine, but don't go endanger other people's lives. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody needs to 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 hear nonsense and influence like the young minds to think that you know this thing can't hit them. It's an invisible killer. You understand what I'm saying? It's like you don't play with an invisible killer, and you don't care if you're rich, poor. Nah. You know, if you're a good person, bad person. No, it's it's really serious, and I we try to stress that to people to just. Wear the mask. The quicker everybody wears the mask, the quicker we can go outside again. That's it. We'll be good. Absolutely. Now- Absolutely. Hey, listen. I'm I'm six feet. I'm I'm six feet, two hundred and twenty mm-hmm. pounds. Okay. So, I you know, and I'm healthy. You know, it's not. So that means if a guy like me, my size, can can respect, you know, COVID and be afraid of it. You know, anybody should be. It's not about uh, physicality. It's not about how fit or right. how healthy you are and all that. Because I know other people are saying that too. They're saying, oh, I'm healthy. It's not about being healthy. It kills healthy it men too. Everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes you stop breathing. Yeah, it kills everybody. Yeah. That's my, that's we my PSA. It. We appreciate it. Cause <laughs> I have some people who want to come on the show and like, I ain't wearing no mask. I'm like, listen, don't be telling my audience that. Okay. We don't want to hear that over here. Everybody, wear your mask and do your part. It's crazy. Yeah, man. If you need therapy, man, go and get therapy. Don't go online and, and show your ass. <laughs> Sorry, my language. Yeah. That's another PSA. Yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> we don't need it. Yeah, yeah. Now, real. real quick, before I get you out of here, you're originally from Haiti, right? Sorry, you're cutting off. Sorry. Sorry about that. Let me I didn't see. hear Can that. you hear me now? Is it a little better? Hello? Is it better now? Okay. okay. We're back. Yeah, we're, uh, now we're back. We're back. Saying, Perfect. You're originally Sorry? from what Haiti, say? right? Okay. How has yeah. the love been from Haiti to you? Like, 
do you have as big of a fan base there as you do in Toronto? Out, out in, uh, you mean in the U.S. No, right no, now? in Haiti. Like, um, has the love from, yeah. Oh, Haiti. Oh, okay. The same okay. as, you know, Toronto, the U.S., et cetera. The Haiti is Haiti is uh is is a country man. I mean the people themselves as well as old, right? Um it's an automatic club. And and I can't even take I can't even take them seriously. Cause like, you know, and what I mean I can't take them seriously is that even if my music was trash, they still tell you, no, no, his music is good. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk about my boy. You know? He Haitian, he's old. That's us, you know, and that's the kind of love. So you know, you go to lay, if I go to Little Haiti right now, it's like they're like, man, he the best rapper out here, man. And then the next rapper coming in, they're like, yeah, he's Haitian too. He the best rapper out here too. You know what I'm saying? It's just an automatic thing. That's why people love to see us move because when we mobilize, like I've been in scuffles where literally it was just me and two people, but by the time the night ended, it was like about thirty of us. And the only message that was going around is that somebody is is coming at this young Haitian man. We need to go see what's happening. You understand? And he didn't even wow. know me. So that that's that's how real that's how real that love is. So that's why you know everybody recognizes it. You hear about Haitians all the time nowadays, and and the reason why is because of that unity. And I wish you know everybody could understand that and have the same sort of unity amongst themselves because. When it's us, man, like, you know, we might scuffle, we might squabble amongst each other um, and never go too, too far. But believe me, if you're going to, if, if Haitians is around and you come at me in any funky business or any funny business, believe me, it's not going to be good because automatically it's a wrap. Yeah, man. All I need to do is that put that flag in my back pocket. I love you that. Know? And I've witnessed that amongst Haitians, like, they stick together no matter what and i i just i i've always admired it that's correct yeah that's correct you know it's it, there's a lot of history there just from you know being off the boat you know not looking too swaggy and then you know people picking mm -hmm. on you you know that, that used to happen a lot in florida you know and then Getting bullied at school, and so that's where that's where Zoe come from. Mm -hmm. That's how it was formed. It was from just being bullied, and then we was like, nah, that that ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Like that ain't cool. We ain't playing that. It went further. We started getting to a lot of mess, a lot of mess. But all in all, it was all about just protecting ourselves. That's where the Zoe came from. Absolutely, I love it. Well, Billy. Tell my audience everywhere that they can find you, boost this music, get these streams up. Tell everybody where we can come and stalk you at. As soon as, soon as you Google my name, you'll see it all, everything drop. Um, you know, from the latest articles about me, this is 50. I got an article on there. Um, I got my platforms, of course, like Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, all the platforms, all the major platforms for stream, I'm on there. You know, you got my Instagram, it's under my name, Facebook, under my name. So as soon as you Google me, just go down the, down the list, scroll down and just click, 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 and subscribe, man. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, 
add me up, I will actually respond. And this is, I think that's been kind of a shock to everybody. It's like, I'll answer, even if I got 50 comments, I'll answer to 50 comments. That's, you know, if it's a hundred, I'll answer to a hundred. That, that's really dope because a lot of artists will not do that. <laughs> so the fact that you take that time out, that's appreciated. No, I know. I might not answer as quickly depending on how much traffic you know I'm getting, but believe me, as soon as as soon as I catch it, I'm responding. I'm I'm easily uh, accessible. We love that, and I am looking forward to this EP. I appreciate you so much for taking the time out to come and sit with us for a little bit. And anytime you want to come back to the cake dish, we are here. Sandrika, this was my best interview. <laughs> I've done a few. I'm not going to name with who or where, but I've been doing a few interviews, and, and I'll tell you right now, this was my favorite Thank one. Thank you. We, we appreciate no that. And listen, whatever whatever you release, whatever you got coming, we posting it, we boosting it. We are officially a part of the Billy Gang, okay? I appreciate I you. Appreciate Thank you all. Thank you. Shout out to Billy Lango again for coming to kick it with the Cake Dish Podcast. His new single, Energy, is out. It's dope as fuck. Um, he's really dope. And he's been doing this for like 10 years. So it's super dope to see an artist who's been grinding it out for a decade finally start to just elevate and get their music really, really noticed by a lot of people. Um, and to be an independent artist, to be an independent artist trying to get like 10 views is hard when you ain't really got no machine behind you. And, you know, this new video he put out and got a couple thousand views in just a few days. So it's it's always dope to see that. It's always dope to see somebody hard work, like really just get, you know what I mean? Like just really start to elevate that shit. It always feel good to me. So run them, run them streams up. Billy Lango on Instagram. Billy Lango on all the streaming platforms. YouTube. Check out the video for energy. It's really dope. His music is super, super dope. All the way from Toronto. Originally from Haiti. Um, so he getting that Haiti love. He getting that Canada love. He's just all over the place. So we love to see it, y'all. Um, Did I tell y'all the Bucks was going to the Super Bowl? Yes. We talked about that. Okay. Well... I think that's it for me. I think that's it for me, honey, on this um this Monday. It's been a good episode. Welcome back. I'm glad. Um I'm glad we're I'm glad we back. I'm glad we back. Y'all can follow me on the Kate Dish Podcast on Instagram. Uh Kate Dish Podcast on Twitter. I talk my shit everywhere. Um so yeah. Let's let's talk. Let's dish. Y'all can let me know if y'all want a Monday episode or a Friday episode. For now, gang, I'm sorry. We just can't get both. But I'm willing to give y'all whatever y'all need from me. That's on period. So until next time, I'm going to see y'all. Please be safe. I hope everybody have a good week. Less stressful, low stress, just chill, everything just flow so love you guys toodles